Hello again, wrestler wrestling fans, and have it in the night. The moon's up, and it's time for another episode of the War Games. What? Never mind. What? I said War what? Games. War Games <laughs> for another episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther, the Bird. And now introducing from the top of Metal Mountain, all the way down to all 50 states and the globe, it's the happy heel himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Rookside crew? What's going on, Internationally Known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going? Not too much, Geeky. Have a nice, happy War Games night right here on Dudes at Ringside Podcast. And the final guest of the night... Let's give a war. Dudes at ringside, welcome to Ella Valentine. What's up? How are you? What's up? How's it going? Doing good, doing good. Thanks for having me. No problem, no problem, no problem. Um, so happy war games night. Happy war games. Yeah, thanks for talking to me instead of watching war games tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say this, but Talking to independent wrestlers are more important than actually watching war games and WWE. You guys, you guys need the support more than than uh, they. That's do. what I tell Geek all the time. I say, <laughs> that's why we focus on the independent wrestling scene over, like anybody in the big, the bigger guys like Al Snow and them. They come, they come and go. But you guys, you, you never know how long you guys could last in the scene because you know some one injury happens and. They're gone. You know what I mean? Like poof, there goes their the sun. Your star is going, and then you're gone. You know what I mean? Gotta hold it down in the meantime. Yeah. Uh so who who trained you? Uh, I'm trained by Bo Douglas, uh, who runs the Bell Time Club out in Wakefield, Massachusetts. Um, he was a student of Killer Kowalski. So I'm wow. Yeah, so I'm continuing uh, that Kowalski, Kowalski lineage. Yeah. My Kowalski. Yeah, I think we had somebody else no. that trained by Killer Kowalski. I forgot who. Yeah, must have been another Boston podcast. wrestler. Uh-huh. When we find we, when Geek figures it out, he'll message you the name. Of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we did have somebody from Killer Kowalski school on our podcast. Though. Yeah, I forgot who it yeah. was. Yeah. Well, he's gonna go two weeks later. Message you. <laughs> hey, I remember. Be like, who are you? <laughs> Um, geek what was next. your first? What was your first match like in front of a crowd? My first match was in a crappy little dive bar in Jamaica Plain. Um, this was before um, our little league promotion started doing ring shows. So we, uh, before that, we were doing strictly gym, a gymnastics mat on a venue floor and kind of just doing suplexes on that. So mm-hmm. our backs are a little messed up from that. And thank God we finally started doing ring shows. But um, it was, I don't remember, you know, the last time I had as much fun as I did before that ring, uh, before that match. Um, yeah, it was on top of the stage at a bar. I was wrestling in Doc Martens. Um, and just, but the energy was so electric. Um, it was like, we were the, there was a bunch of punk show, like punk bands playing before us, before the wrestling. And then we finally got to the wrestling and I opened 
the I opened the show on the wrestling side and I was wrestling a character named Mom and she her character I know is her. Yeah. We spoke to mom. I think we're trying to get her for next year. I think I spoke to. <laughs> yeah, mom moved, did move out to New York. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um, you speak to her, tell her you just were on Dudes at Ringside. So you should get a better, <laughs> like, feel more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, so mom was actually my first match. And um, it was it was just so much fun. Mom went over, obviously. So, <laughs> and just coming off the stage, my make my makeup was so messed up. I spent like hours trying to get my look quite right for my first big match, right? Um, but it was just all rubbed off. I was exhausted, but I was like, I need to do this over and over again. Like there's no other feeling like this. What would you say your first opponent was? Uh, mom? Yeah. Oh, mom, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the angle was that I was uh, I was bullying um, another member of our ro- roster, Gretchen Gutwrench, and Gretchen Gutwrench is a very bookish type of character, and um, he is mom's child, so we are all mom's children, so mom didn't take too lightly to that. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any like wrestlers that got like like who who would you say legitimately like what wrestler would 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 got you into the business? Um, so I grew up around the time of like, you know, Attitude Era was picking up and that was the only wrestling I saw on TV at the time, like, uh, was the WWF. So the first uh, wrestler I saw on TV um, that I was like, wow, this is awesome was Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then, um, you know, around the time China was also picking up and I was like, whoa, there's like a really badass like woman wrestler too. And I could, I could also be a badass like woman wrestler, like that really resonated with me and just seeing China as a kid, even seeing Luna Vachon because Luna Vachon was hanging out and like, like they weren't like these, you know, stereotypically like model type, like bikini model type characters. They were like, had bad muscles and they were a little alternative. Um, I was like, I don't have to be pretty. I could just, I could just be badass and like get my, get my story through that way. So what, what types of places would you love to travel to that you haven't, already um so i have i've never left the east coast to be honest um Mm. i would love to just start traveling out west um i know there's a lot of wrestling down in florida though so it'd be really cool to you know just travel uh, more south um internationally i feel like i tell this to my wife all the time i feel like i can never call myself you know i won't be content in my career unless i've you know until I've had a, a match in Japan. So, like, my end goal is to wrestle in Japan. Yeah, that's that's the goal for a lot of uh, wrestlers because a lot of wrestlers, they all want to wrestle in Japan because I guess Japan is the king of all wrestling, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they have Shine there. They have a few yeah. other ones. New Japan. Uh, There's other ones. And Stardom. No, yeah, no, Stardom. No. Not, mm-hmm. Stardom yeah. yeah, Shine Shine's out here in America, Jones. I'm thinking of the wrong name. I thought it was Shine. I don't know why yeah. I thought it was Shine. There's Shimmer. Yeah, there's a few of them with all the same Shine, Shimmer, Glimmer. Shard is the one that's in uh, Japan. You have yeah. Pro Wrestling Noah, which mm-hmm. you have uh, Joshi Pro is another one, right? Right, so. yeah. So many. All Japan is another one. All Japan, big Japan. Um, yeah. There's so many different groups out there. It's just like, mm-hmm. so um, what 
what what legitimate like wrestling style would you say you are? Wrestling style, I do. Um, it's I feel like my offense is very suplex based. Um, so I do a lot of uh, you know Germans, uh, regular uh, scoop slams, body slams. Um, I love doing a good power slam. I pop for a good power slam. Um, I only really tune into Randy Orton matches just so I can watch that one power slam that he'll land every match. Um, but, you know, starting out in Blow, I was more of a heel character. So, you know, I tend to, you know, fight a little bit more dirty. It's a little harder for me to fight like a fight like a baby. So I like the more, you know, dirty, the more dirty wrestling, dirty fighting. Mm. Cheat to win sort of thing. Like a scrapper, you would say, almost like a brawler. Yeah, yeah. I would say I'm more of like a brawler with uh, with a lot of um, suplex-based moves. Who, who I talk you, a lot. I talk a lot of junk on the when I'm uh, in the ring. It's always good to be like the trash talker, you know. Sorry, no, it's okay. I was gonna like any of your guests continue. That's all. Oh, go go on with your story. Sorry. Yeah. If you have any stories, go for it. Stage <laughs> yours. Uh, not quite yet. I mean, like I. Um, you guys reached out to me at a very interesting time because I've been with Blow since about end of 2017, and we were doing the the shows on the mats for like a, almost like a year after that, and then we finally had our first ring show um, in 2019, and we had some good momentum up until the pandemic happened, you know, so that kind of cut our momentum short. Um, but we were selling out the venues that we were um, hosting our shows at, and we saw that there was a demand for, you know, the type of wrestling we do, which is queer centric wrestling and, you know, queer wrestlers telling their own stories. Um, yeah. So while I've been, you know, strictly in blow since about 2017, I've been training a lot more at, um, at bell time club and I'm going to start um, working the indie circuit hopefully soon. Um, and my first show is going to be at, uh, UFO Wrestling this month, uh, December 18th, at the uh, Jingle Ball show. There's going to be a 20-man battle royale, and I'm going to be one of the 20 people. So Jingle Ball? Is that Z100? Oh, no, no, not Z100. I was like, Jingle Ball? <laughs> I know, maybe <laughs> we're going to get our own C&D soon. Watch. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> but then you guys could keep it. It's signed by the owner of Z100. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm that. <laughs> That's who, who's your, what was say? Who's your favorite opponent to work with? My favorite opponent to work with. Um, so right now, um, I've only really wrestled in blow. So uh, my favorite wrestler, I guess, to work with now has been uh, probably the Bradleys Babes. So they're a tag team, and their uh, their whole thing is that they are um, they're retail workers at the now defunct department store Bradleys. I don't know if you ever had a Bradleys out there, but no, we don't. That was, oh, yes. So yeah, that was a big department store back in like in New England back in like the eighties and nineties, but it is no more. Um, and the Bradleys Babes are a tag team that are kind of stuck. They're like a time capsule of, of characters and they're kind of stuck working at the Bradleys in 1995. Um, so, uh, you know, big hair, neon windbreakers. Um, oh my God. Scrappy as hell. 
Um, and they, they're just so fun. There was also a storyline where me and my tag team partner at the time, Chronic Pain, broke up the Bradley's Babes because we shattered the illusion that it was no longer 1995 and Bradley's is now out of business. And <laughs> we need so, them on the podcast, Geek. Tell them about us, please. <laughs> oh, they are. Yeah, they they're they're a couple of my uh, of my good friends, and like they are just a riot to hang out with. So I am manifesting with that for you guys. I don't so, know. Yeah, if we have, I don't know if you got them on Instagram, but if they don't, mm-hmm. we have you in our corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'll advocate for you guys. <laughs> You could, I could even send you our our little spiel letter so they could read it because it's it's funny because I used to have I told Alaska my mom um, my mom helped me a lot with this stuff with the reading and stuff like that so she made like a letter a nice geek says oh it looks like spam once you you think it's spam then you read it and you go podcast but it tells you what we're about where we're from like asking where they're from and then they'll come back and tell us. I'm from the UK. I'm from G and something time zone. But yeah. And at, and at least you guys, um, your Instagram at, uh, handle doesn't have like a bunch of random numbers. So it adds some legitimacy to it. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to the other spam accounts that hit us up. Yeah. Cause when yeah. we, cause when we first became a podcast, we were going to be the ringside dudes. And then I, something popped in my head and I said, dudes at ringside. I asked my dad, dudes at ringside or ringside dudes. He was like, Dudes, didn't my dad say ringside dudes geek? Was Dude, it? Yeah, is it dudes at ringside, right? My dad said dudes at ringside, and we flipped it, and dudes at ringside podcast was born. Yeah, I feel like that rolls off the tongue a little better, maybe mm-hmm. even. <laughs> and uh, I add the international known part because we're known now in London, England. Oh, now now Spiffy wants uh, us you to get the uh, the babes, the, the Bradley babes on our podcast. Yeah. I'll, I'll send right them there. a fax. I'll send them a fax. <laughs> yeah, send them a fax. You should. You should send, send a. Uh, tell them you're live. Send them a. What? What a beeper? Yeah, I'll page them right now. <laughs> and tell them go on Facebook. I'm live. <laughs> That'll be funny. We're like, our computer won't load. Someone's on on the phone. <laughs> it's 1985. <laughs> like how are we gonna like well my fun question with her I'm like how are we supposed to talk to you when you have like they don't have cameras on their computers in the, in the 90s let's try, let's try to keep it kayfabe <laughs> they got to call in <laughs> God. or they'll have like the fake the, the old music playing in the background geek turn off the music we're gonna get copyright striked <laughs> Twitch. That's the fun thing about having like a real interesting gimmick. Mm-hmm. Like you have to really work it. Like there's a wrestler that we had on our podcast named Mother Endless. I don't know if you ever heard. No, oh, happy, happy Sunday, champ. <laughs> uh, hey, Brooks. Happy hey. Sunday. Your tree was amazing. Thanks for the like, by the way. You just gave us a like in the corner. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. That's that's, you. that's our that's our referee right there. Oh, we can have right. you in the podcast. We've never really interviewed referees yeah. before. Yeah. Please, David. Uh, please share this on your on your Facebook so your if everybody can see your our your champion is on dudes at ringside because I don't specify this the most. We are the home. 
of champions. Do you have the uh, belt with you, or uh, no? It's um, you know, it's it's a promotion policy. They got okay. Okay. It has to say at HQ. Um, Because sometimes, because sometimes wrestlers actually are able to take the belt home with them and say, Mm -hmm. "Yeah, I got the belt right here." So I'm like, it all depends on their promotion, though. Yeah, because we've heard some rough stories, not on here, like on. With wrestlers in WWE, they lose the belt in the airport. They lose the belts on the road, like at a Longhorn parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> um, yeah. How do you lose a title that you're now is known all over the world, and that's not even like? Oh, thank you so much. Not even like. Thank you. Thanks, David. Um, those Brooks. You know, yeah, sure. like you Make can sure buy you those belts on. on any websites. And then they lose the belt in a parking lot. Like, not even a good steakhouse, too. <laughs> you gotta go to a good one. Like, what the hell? I forgot. I think, after Jericho, I think after Jericho lost that belt, I, th- I forgot who made fun of him. Somebody made fun of him. I. Think- I- the I world was making fun of him. Yes. I, I Every think champion a, I, is I doing think, this. You're my baby. It's okay, baby. <laughs> I'm I, never going to lose think, you. Who was it? Moxley that made fun of him or something? I think Moxley no, isn't on the internet. <laughs> no, I mean it was on. It was a. It was two Jericho was feuding at the time. Mm-hmm. They cut a promo and said, "Yeah, I'll just leave my belt at Longhorn Steakhouse." <laughs> Like, how do you lose a title belt? Oh, wait. <laughs> like, he didn't lose the belt in a match. He lost it to a parking lot. <laughs> no, he lost it to, no, he lost it to a steakhouse, I guess. Yeah. Steakhouse one, Jericho zero. <laughs> <laughs> like, the steak was raw, but they got your belt. <laughs> I think we all learned that day that Jericho is not tougher than a $2 steak. <laughs> and also, he did, the person didn't get a tip. They got a belt. There you go. <laughs> and what's, what's no, the I think they give it, Actually, I think they give the belt back now. So You just killed my joke, Geek. See, heel. He's such a heel. He stole my joke. The heel of the podcast right there. <laughs> this, this is how he roll here, dudes, at ringside. I'm and bidding, I was all phased because I'm like, oh my god, the girls like me. I'm such a good guy. Don't be mean to me. I'm good, Joe. Now I'm like face heel. I'm a face heel. Like it's half face, half heel. Like I'm tween. I hate tweening. Saying, I hate saying tween. It sounds so bad. It sounds so stupid. <laughs> I just say I'm face heel. Like half face, half heel. Sometimes I go more heel okay, than face. Okay, we get it. We get it. Okay. So do you, have you ever created yourself in any of the 2K games? No, you know something? I'm actually pretty behind in uh, my video game consoles. I'm like a couple like generations behind on the PlayStation. I've only really keep uh, kept up with the Nintendo Switch. Oh, uh, that was still fun. I think they had the SmackDown game on the Switch, don't they, Gabe? What's up? <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> like, do they uh, do no, they really have... Read in the comments? Oh, okay. Yeah. I said they probably uh, have uh, one switch. Hmm? I'm behind my video games too, so. I laugh at them all the time. 
<laughs> I laugh at him all the time because I'm like, we were in college. Geek always had the same system as me. I had a PlayStation 2. Geek had the PlayStation 2. I got a PlayStation 3. Geek got the PlayStation 3. Now I got PlayStation 4. Geek, geek ain't got PlayStation 4. I'm like, I'm behind my video games. Because <laughs> me and Geek were like, we always played our matches in the two game, in the WWE SmackDown game at the time. Mm-hmm. We're like, if there was like stars, it would be like, in Japan, it would be 11 stars. Our <laughs> matches were epic. Oh, we'd break Dave, Mel- Dave, Dave Meltzer would be like 11 stars. <laughs> we, Is that the broke. original uh, SmackDown game for PS1? Because I had that, and I like every time after I would come home from school, I would play that. Oh, one. I used to love that one with it. But the one thing that I, I look at it now and I go, so bad. Like, you didn't come out through the ring. It was just the Titan Tron in the background and the wrestler was walking. To the yeah. Or like you can choose what style of wrestler they can come out as. Yeah. I always pick I always pick the China. Me, me, um, my, yeah. me and my other friend that he's not in the chat right now. They, we used to always make fun of the first games. Like they used to have the little bubbles. It used to say, I wonder what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I wonder what they're you know talking what was about. Really bad? You know, you know what game was really bad though? Uh, Warzone. That was the first. Oh, yeah. uh, game was horrible. It was so blocky. Um, yeah. and like there was the audio glitch. clips that, were I don't so know. bad. I'm sorry. I don't know if there was a you know if there was a glitch. One of the games that my friend said he had, but I I kind of didn't believe him. That he had every time he was Owen Hart, and he would go off the top rope. Owen Hart would fall off the top rope. And I'm like, yeah. Like, and that's he, not what I was trying to get to get you to do. I hit the right buttons, but it yeah, just... and the game would freeze. Yeah, and he would stop it, and he's like, "I'm like, are you making a bad joke?" And I'm like, "No." Oh, he's like, "Oh no, no, no! I, I love Owen Hart. I just in the game he would go off the top rope and he would fall and hit his head, and the game would freeze." And I'm like, "That's horrible." <laughs> yeah. Games, video games. Something yeah, like that. that one that one could stay in the vault forever. That one is trash. <laughs> that, so yeah. if uh, my, my favorite game was probably Resident Evil 4. Oh, you know what? I was um I haven't played a lot of the Resident Evils, but I am fresh off uh, uh, uh watching a complete playthrough of seven and I'm in the middle of village right now, so those are good ones. Is village any good or uh Village Village is creepy. Um, I wouldn't say it's a, it's as creepy as a seven, but you know how you can't get much creepier than you know Bayou family infected by mold. Um, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sounds like Resident Evil on like in a different universe. Instead of having zombies, yeah. it's mold. I remember, I remember those monsters that were created in the laboratory Resident Evil Four. Those used to freak me out. Yeah, I'm such you a baby never, like... when it comes to horror games, though. So that. It's sort of like a horror game. Ghostbusters, the video game, that one's creepy. They made it because uh, it came out in 2009 and then they re- didn't reboot it, but they brought it back. And we had like re the graphics that they have now and they brightened it up. And mm-hmm. I, the first time I played Ghostbusters, the video game, I didn't realize it, but I stayed up till two o'clock in the morning. I was just like playing, and why is there light? I see light. Why do I see freaking light? And then I was like, Oh, that was me for Last of Us. Yeah. 
He also helps you for last, last of Us. Last of oh, Us. Well, that's how you know it's a good game. Yeah. That, that game, Last of Us, was awesome. It was hilarious. I, the chat. I, she's like, are you done with the game? I'm waiting for the credits to be rolled. Are they done yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You think there's an extra scene or something? Or extra game I part? thought there was going to be an extra scene after the credits in Last of Us. And they kept going and going and going. It's <laughs> always that one, one game that you're like, it's going to be more. It's going to be more. Like a Marvel movie, there's something coming. I know there's something coming. But and yeah, then I, was dis- fun. And then I was disappointed. I'm like, that's it? I beat the whole game? You stayed up till 2 in the morning for this? And you watched <laughs> all the credits? <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny with me, with the Ghostbusters game, I saved it, and I was sitting like can't see it. There's like a wood shelf here next to me. And I have my chair here and I pushed the PS button. I'm like, and I saved it and I tippy-toed to my bed like my parents are sleeping around the corner. And I'm just like, I got into bed I'm like, what the fuck did I just do that for? I'm, I'm in the basement of my house. My parents are upstairs and they can't hear a thing because I had the game so low so they couldn't hear any of the blasters, any of the screams, any of the booms, anything. It was sort of sad. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is I thinking? <laughs> who would you say your favorite wrestlers are growing up? My favorite wrestlers growing up? Um, like I said before, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin has to be up there. China is up there for sure. Um, Owen Hart. Um, I feel like I think Owen Hart was definitely my favorite out of the out of the Hart family. Uh, let's see who else. I'm into a lot of the wrestlers like going on right now. I look to a lot of wrestlers going on right now that um, I want to sort of emulate, like that energy, that charisma. Um, I want to say like the you know the wrestlers who you know who I saw and I was like you know what I want to I want to pursue this um, was probably uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Steen. Um, I, I saw a lot of their um, pre WWE stuff and I was like this Definitely. is like this is a lot different than like the you know because I grew up watching WWE but then I saw the other promotions that they worked at and I was like I can't get this on WWE. You're telling me I could do this and like as well and. Yeah, I I love the whole um, the Kevin versus El Generico carried on to the the feud that they had um, a couple years ago. That I think that's probably one of my favorite uh, storylines, favorite feuds. I I was actually at the show when uh, mm-hmm. they faced the American Wolves in the ladder match. Yeah, that was yeah. so crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. That was the one with Eddie. Eddie Edwards mm-hmm. had the Eddie swing, and, mm-hmm. and he had the swing in his arm, and he was still climbing up the ladder. And he was—he went from being a heel in that match to when, when he came out, total babyface, just because he had the sling, and everyone was like, "Let's go!" Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were cheering for him. Geek and I so. were at the show when um, when the lights went out, and the young and uh, Matt Hardy Hart. and Matt Hardy and Jeff were on the screen. When the young bucks retained the tag was it, titles, no, Jeff wasn't Jeff wasn't there though. We were just Matt. Matt came. Matt, Matt Hardy was on the screen in New York City, and the crowd the lights went out. And I'm stupid. I yell, "Who touched my ass?" Yeah. <laughs> Everybody was like, oh, "Joe, 
Oh, if only we were there. We were there in the show in February when they actually made their appearance there. Yeah, we didn't go to that show for some odd reason. We didn't go to that. <laughs> I was like, damn it, they made an appearance, right? <laughs> yeah, at least we were there when they appeared for the first time on the screen, right? Yeah, yeah. We have the it's video the proof. It's on Facebook. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's on Facebook. Yeah. You can't take that away from you. No, unless that, Facebook changes their name. Even though it was a, they were on the screen, that place. That pop was ridiculous. Oh my god, it was <laughs> so loud. <laughs> Whoa, and this is a tiny arena. <laughs> this is a Hammerstein, tiny Hammerstein arena. Ballroom, legendary arena in New York. Always great Definitely. to see a show there. That's where Raw used. That's where Raw Money Not Raw was born. No, Manhattan Center downstairs. Oh, same building, like just different the same entrance. building, same building, but it's downstairs. I'm actually going to be checking out the GCW show at Hammers that they're having at Hammerstein next month. Yeah. I'm excited for that's, that one. That's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I, can't wait. I would love to go, but I'm, I don't know if I'm busy. You know what I mean? I would love to go. Like mm-hmm. everything going speaking on, of, like my mom's kind of frantic to let me go to like big shows and stuff like that. Speaking of uh, GCW, they should have another uh, Matt Cardona pop vinyl. They should have one a GCW version of him. I have his WWE yeah. one. They need to have the death match. Uh, death match yes. God, yes. yes. <laughs> my friend got me this one for my birthday. It was a one of a kind New York Comic Con one, and I'm like, I because he got me a mask with a Rey Mysterio thing on it, and I was like, Sick. oh, dude, thanks. And then I took the Zach out of the box, and I'm like, I was like, okay. I wonder, I wonder if Zach would ever consider that. He may. You never know. He collects. He's a big collector, Matt. I mean, uh, Matt. I it, it was a part of his, yeah. It's part of his life right there. That's part of his career. Yeah, as, he as, as, Right? As Zack Ryder with the glass sticking out of his back and everything. You know? With the belt around his waist, of course. He yeah. he never had a big championship in WWE, so anytime he had it was IC or tag team. Yeah. Yeah, he pokes fun at his his time at WWE. He's a good Oh, woo, woo, woo. I'm dead. Yeah, you know yeah, he's the woo he's really... deathmatch guy now, <laughs> <laughs> and and it works for him because think about it this way: when people go see deathmatch wrestling, they don't want to go and see Zack Ryder. Yeah, they want to think for... like, oh, Matt Cardona, of course. Like, yeah, out yeah. of the building, man. Those fans are like rabid. <laughs> Nuclear heat. Oh my gosh. God, they they put their they put their middle finger in his face. I'm like, dude, put that finger down. Go eat yeah. a slice of pizza with that finger. Jeez. <laughs> <Like, laughs> he probably loved it too. He probably when when he won the belt and they were booing the crap out of him. Oh, and they probably, kept tossing everything in the ring. He yeah. probably loved yeah. it. They loved. He Have probably you ever had a fan that. like that? Fans like that with with you being champion? No, the thing is, I I haven't had like a heat like that. But the the heat I've got, it's it's kind of interesting. Like. Um, it's mostly the people who are, you know, hardcore diehard, like Bradley's Babes fans that are like, you broke them up. Like, how could you do this to them? Blah, blah, blah. Or, um, you know, the person I beat for, for the beast title, Meathead Marla, like she has the meat locker. That's her, those are her fans. And so the, the faithful fans to the, um, to the people that I'm, I have a match against. They're obviously going to go for their favorite over me because okay. obviously I'm sitting here being a jerk and trash talking them on the other side. But 
Nothing, nothing too crazy like uh, getting stuff thrown at me. Um, I'm, I'm actually not quite sure what I would do if, I, if that were ever to happen to me. Probably throw it back. Yeah, take yeah. your stuff back. Yeah. <laughs> if it's merch, you'd be like, "Hey, you paid like blah 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 for this. What's wrong with you?" Yeah, like free shirt for me. Thank you. That's my collection. That's what I would have said. Oh, new shirt for my collection. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, thanks for buying this shirt for me. That's really sweet of you. That's $20 that somebody else just got. No, no, no. No, no, no. You can kick it back. <laughs> yeah, my old um, my old gimmick as old Valentine, um, she was, you know, the demonatrix. So I was a really mean, like, sort of dominatrix. I would come to the ring with like riding crops, uh, floggers. I would bring those out from under the ring and use those during a match. Um, but yeah, Val in Blow has been going through some uh, sort of, you know, character change in that our last um, sort of virtual show, um, you know, I went into the woods, I was confronted with some weird spiritual entity. And I was like, you know what, I love everyone in blow so goddamn much. And I am now your judge, jury and executioner now. And I do everything out of the love for you guys. So you better, you know, you better show respect for that. So I kind of took it upon myself to become the new god of blow, basically. And that's where St. Valentine comes in. Um, so that's my new uh, sort of blow angle right now. Uh, for my indie, uh, when I start working the indie circuit, um, my wife kind of helped me come up with this, but I'm actually a big fan of new metal, like unironically. So my new, uh, for my indie gimmick Definitely. now is the new, is the new thing. Um, kind of chalking up to the fact that Bell Time Club is, is very much prides itself on being, you know, they teach the traditional way of wrestling. They have a very historical and, you know, very esteemed lineage of, you know, being taught by Killer Kowalski. So, you know, I'm coming up here as the new thing. I'm here to shake up the tradition and you guys are going to love it. Well, what, would, what would be the biggest thing you said Killer Kowalski taught you? Oh, I am. Um, so Killer Kowalski didn't teach me personally. He taught my trainer and um, yeah. my trainer pa passed it down to me. But, you know, the main thing I'm really trying to, um, you know, get into my brain is, you know, keep it simple as much as possible. Simple is effective. Um, you know, you can do all the, the fancy stuff, but, you know, but what looks clean is keeping it simple, keeping it simple, keeping it, you know, still keep yourself looking tough. That's what I'm, well, yeah. What would you say your your opinion on intergender wrestling is? Bring it on! Oh, I'll, yeah. wrestle, <laughs> I'll wrestle anyone who wants to wrestle me. That's where I'm at at this point. I don't care if it's like another woman, another like uh, a dude, or like you know non-binary wrestlers. Like I'm up for whatever. Who we who, like, who is like who's a man you would love to face in the future? You'd say It'd be anybody. Oh my gosh. Um... So could, be anybody. could be anybody. <laughs> could be anybody. Could be It could be a dream opponent. Could be. It could be like anybody. 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 I'm really. Um, I think it'd be really cool to wrestle uh, Ricky Shane Page. I know he does a lot of Beyond uh, shows right now, and I. I watch a lot of. I also watch a lot of Deathmatch wrestling. I'm, I'm actually really into Deathmatch wrestling, and I. I watch a lot of Ricky Shane Page, a lot of Nick Gage. Um, 
I think it'd be really cool to, you know, be on the same card as RSP sometime. That's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah, he would. Let me get a question in, Lance. Sorry. I was like, if is there like, um, if a promoter came up to you and said, uh, we want you to do like, like a, a hardcore match tonight, and it's mm-hmm. gonna be brutal. Would you? Would you like be down or like? Mm? I would first ask, like, well, how brutal are we talking? There might be some items that I might um, I might forego, but, I mean, I have done a hardcore show before. Um, in Blow, I wrestled against Rat King for the trash belt, and um, we used, you know, we used the, the trash cans. I, there was a spot where I poured uh, mouse traps all over the floor and suplexed them onto that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, things like that. Um I, I, I would take a light tube, admittedly. I would take a light tube. Um, barbed wire, I would probably have to, you know, dip my feet in. Um, I, but I'll, I have no problem, like, taking a chair, taking a table. It's, once we get to the sharps, I, I, I might be like, mm, I, how do I navigate this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. speaking of mousetraps, actually, one of our, mm-hmm. our uh, fellow wrestlers uh, that we, uh, we had on our podcast, he actually had a spot. Where he put mouse traps on a table, and he mm-hmm. suplexed somebody on the mouse traps through the table. So <laughs> double slam! Cool. Ow, ow! <laughs> like, right what do you? What is your thing? Uh, thumbtacks or Legos? Oh my god! I I almost feel like the Legos are like just a slightly more brutal. Um, I think we did. No, we didn't do thumbtacks. No, yeah, it was just it was just the mouse traps. But I think, I think I would take Legos before I would take the tacks. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah. I know there. I know there are some uh, wrestlers down in Rhode Island who who bring out the who bring out the Legos from time to time. <laughs> do you have any stories from the ring, or? Um, I feel or like I'm still. Yeah, I'm still so, um, I'm still pretty, you know, new to this industry. I feel like even though I've been with Blow since 2017, Blow is kind of its own contained thing. So I haven't, I haven't really done a lot of miles quite yet. Um, but hopefully, hopefully in the, in the new year, um, I'll be getting more of that. I just need to rip this bandaid off for this battle royale, you know, <laughs> on the 18th. Do you, uh, do you collect anything? Oh yeah, um, I'm a. I have quite a few uh, figures. I I collect a lot of figures, um, like mostly like anime figures. Um, a lot of alien stuff, like xenomorphs. Um, really into alien. Definitely. Um, Are you excited about the new series? Hang on, new aliens. Is it a like a new movie or a? No, it's going to be on Hulu. Hulu. It's gonna be on Hulu. Oh my god, I didn't know about this. I'm so fake. Really? Maybe these are breaking news games. <laughs> you didn't know about it? It was on the Disney announced it that they're gonna be doing an alien oh, series. You know what? I did I did hear about it because now that you say Disney, I was like, oh, like that makes sense because a friend of mine did bring it up at Disney um, like probably a while ago, but like things have happened since then that I kind of forgot about it. But yeah, it's interesting that Disney got a hold of it because I'm wondering how they Run with it. Now no, I said it's um FX on Hulu, whatever it is. They're gonna it but now they own FX, they can mm-hmm. do it. So it's uh so Disney announced that 
coming soon, they're going to be doing Alien series on FX on Hulu. I don't know when it's coming out, but it's. I'm definitely going to be interested in checking that out, you know, just to see if it's worth, you know. But yeah, I'm a mark for Alien. I'm used to it by now, brother. But yeah, now that I guess now that Xenomorph can be a Disney princess, there you go. The, the Disney princess queen. we deserve. Yeah, I yeah. said that. I was like, "Did you hear me?" I said, "Now she's a princess." Now that now <laughs> the Xenomorph queen princess. is an alien princess. There you go. Creepiest princess ever. Don't want to cross her. You'll get acidy spit into the face. <laughs> can you see her? <laughs> can you see it in your head now? Like she's wearing like a. a Flowing like blue dress all ripped up, like in the hand covered in blood, like all the eggs, like in her wake. Yeah, yeah, has the crown, the tiara. She's so beautiful. Oh my god, I'm I'm picturing it right now. Her like the ripped up dress, her salt hands all like like that, and that little blonde wig. (laughs) (laughs) All the other princes are running away. (laughs) I know. The, the There's Zena a shot of her just crying. Yeah. <laughs> she, she she won but lost. <laughs> you lost, but you won because the crowns are all around your feet. Or she, here we go. She ate all the other princesses. All the crowns are just safe on the ground. And she's just like, I win. <laughs> I guess this is my kingdom now? Yeah, I, this is mine. All the princes, all the princes are like, well, everyone's dead. I guess I better go hatch some eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she doesn't need any of the princes. All the princes are just like, and they walk away. They can't. <laughs> like, I'm not touching that. <laughs> nope. I'd rather be celibate. <laughs> She's an alien. She'll eat me. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm surprised they didn't, um, any of these channels didn't pick up that other alien series. It's like, She's a woman, but then she's an alien. They made her like uh what's that series? It was from the night it was from the late two thousands. She her character the alien when she was human form, she was like a blonde. What is that one? Oh my god. They used to show it all the time on WB. I can't think of it. It was a creepy movie. It was like an alien chick and she was like she found Remember? A- what was that? Species? Remember Kyle XY? See, that's what I thought it was, but I thought Species was a movie in the 90s. There was a movie that I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So many movies. It's funny we talk about movies, but me and Geek actually have an adventure we're doing on Tuesday, a movie podcast. Oh, what movie? We're we're talking about new movies that just came out. We're bringing up Ghostbusters Afterlife, Mm -hmm. which is a good movie. It's so good. If you have time to go to the movies, go see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Keep it in number one. <laughs> like, don't eat Clifford as number one. We gotta make Tiger King number one on Netflix, Joe. Oh, I told my dad about that. He's like, another one? Right? Right? <laughs> no, I felt like no, they've no. told all the story they need to tell. Yeah, I'm like, everybody knows about the girl with one arm. What are, they, what are they gonna talk about now? His time in jail? They have, they have, they have a Doc Antle spinoff series, and then they have uh, Tiger King 2. One of the the members of, of that show died recently, right? Which one? I don't remember. Um, God, that show was so much. Hang on. Who died? Who died? Who died in 2021? 
Eric Cowie. He was the zookeeper. Oh, the zookeeper really? died? Yeah. He died? He died this wow. year. Wow. I, I did not know that. He knows all about that show. He's obsessed <laughs> with that show. I love that show, and I did not even know that. Yeah, I think it was, like, relatively recently. So. Tiger. I had to Google Tiger King died 2021. Yeah, it was, like, it was, like, a couple months ago, I think. What happened to him? Don't you hate when you get a message on Instagram and it's not in your thing? Because my phone now goes to gallery and it totally makes me mad because I can't find where the, who's messaging me. So I had to play the who's messaging me game. <laughs> um, anything else, Geek? Yeah, I mean, I would just want to thank. Do you have any upcoming shows or? Uh... Yeah, I mean, I've got the uh, the UFO show um, coming up December eighteenth. I believe that's a Saturday. Um, I think doors will be at five. You can hit up UFO Wrestling on Facebook for more information on where to get tickets. Um, It'll be at the Iron Workers Union building. Uh, Tickets, I believe, are ten dollars. So if you're yeah, so if you're based out in Boston, go check it out. I'll be making my debut, the new thing. Geek, you should, if you were able to go to Boston, you you and the mod should go to Boston and hang out and drop a sticker. <laughs> I know we could we could have done a trade. Yeah. Well, we still can. We still can. Hopefully, you can come out east coast. To, you know, east so east. Like the New York base. Yeah. New York base. Yeah. Just, yeah, I've been just meaning to check out some New York New York shows. So you could just write it down when we're done. When we're done live, mm-hmm. you could always stay in the chat. When we're done, we could start, we could keep talking and we could help you. Write down the name of the promotions that you need to keep an eye on. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Okay. Do you guys right, like so, new metal? Yeah, um, I love new, love new metal. New bells. Oh, I, yeah. I love corn, Biscuit, all those bands. A man Lincoln of Park, taste. Right? I, I'm yeah. a fan of Lincoln Park. I'm a fan of Metallica. I'm a fan of Corn. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up on Long Island, and mm-hmm. like. My friends, my friend got me into like older metal, like Manson, Tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on a Ramstein kick oh, right yeah, now. Like Ramstein. Ramstein's great. Ramstein's great. I obsessively sang Duhas Mace. My mom said, Do you know what they're saying? I'm like, You hate me. I'm like, That's what he's oh. saying. It's a homophone. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> it's a homophone. So you could also have been like, No, I, you have. Yeah. I'm saying how you have. Yeah, and then the other band that I was obsessed with, and I'm still, I'm not as bad as I was before. Seven, I was uh, Seven Dust. Seven Dust. Yeah. I was obsessed with that band. I would play. Seven I, Dust is great. I would play Seven Dust. That band's music. great live. Like I, I, I feel so like a horrible fan. I've never seen Seven Dust live. I'm like, I asked my sister, "Can we get tickets for Seven Dust?" Okay, I'll look it up. What is wrong with you, Joe? I know. I've yet to see Slipknot live, so I heard they're fantastic live. I know. I would like to see that for myself. Do you, you know before our mods surpri- head explodes? You know, hmm? you know who's surprisingly great live? Who? Uh Fozzy. Really? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it just swear. looks like Chris Jericho's having so much fun. And you know, if you're having that much fun on stage, then everyone else is gonna He's have awesome fun, right? live, you know. He's yeah. awesome. His guitarist is amazing, by the way. So. Nice. Yeah. 
but he puts on a great show, Jericho. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. performer uh, at heart, like, Chris Jericho. He is a performer at heart. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing that that guy can't do. He could wrestle. He could bang his head. He could do a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big ups to him. And he's still going. Oh yeah. Yep. I do have pets. Yeah, uh, I have uh, my dog. Um, she's 14. She's a Maltese. Um, she's mm-hmm. like, she's walking around over there. She's probably with my wife right now. But yeah, no, I have one Maltese. Um, she is six pounds. She's 14 years old. She's missing most of her teeth. And she's the best dog on the planet. Aww. <laughs> it's always good to have like, I have, a, I used to have two wiener dogs. One, we had to put to sleep because she had a brain tumor. And it was really sad. She got really bad out of having seizures. It was mm-hmm. she was our our sunshine of the house. Like mm-hmm. every you could be a complete stranger and come to the door and she'll be like, Friend, came to hang out? What's up, buddy? Sophie's like that. Yeah. What was her name? Her name was Honey. Honey. Oh, she was emotional. She'll be sitting on the couch and she'll she'll go before she had a brain tumor, she'll go, Ooh. Ooh. and she's like, They want you, she wants you to pick her up. And she'll sit on the couch and just mm-hmm. just stare at you like. Sophie's the same way. Or I'll walk over and she'll just like show her belly. <laughs> so what where could people find your promotion? Uh so uh we have uh blow.org, B-L-O-W-W dot org. That's our website. Um there's our Instagram at B-L-O-W-W underscore Boston. Um, you can keep up with us there. And uh, if you go on our website, you can sign up for the newsletter. We are recruiting. So if you feel like you can hang with us, feel free to uh, sign up for the newsletter. Um, kind of throw your hat in the ring. Who knows? Maybe you can have a title shot at my beast belt. Oh, boy. Definitely. Definitely. Well, I thank you so much for coming on the podcast, by the way. And thank, thank you so much for, for having me. Us. This is fun. We'll definitely get in contact with you for next year. We'll have you have you back. Yeah, we'll see how the the year treated me. <laughs> yeah, we'll have more stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, sorry, I didn't have any for you. Today. It's okay. We talked about random yeah. stuff. We didn't even talk about food. That's okay. <laughs> we'll talk about food next time. Yeah. It's good to have you. And thank you. See you soon. See you soon. Later. See you later. That was a fun interview, right, Joe? Yeah. Yep. Actually, fans, we will see you on Monday for Larry Legend. Happy once again, War Games Night. <laughs>